We are back, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty are here. What? Are you excited to be I'm back? That fired was up. Very excited. Yeah, it's the third hour. We only get three every day. That's all that they'll give us. You're like, I'm excited because I'm almost done with y'all? I didn't say it that way. That's kind of how it felt. Yeah. A lot of stuff to do. Lots of things to talk about. I want to jump off what uh, Dr. Tankersley said about the excess deaths. And he was giving us the numbers 2022, 496,000 excess deaths. 2023, um, I think it was the the first six months, 156,000. And I asked the question about how they calculate excess deaths. And if you... If people understand kind of how these things work, they take the number of deaths, they put them on a, is it called a, um, it's a graph. Okay, so there's a vertical axis, a horizontal axis, and they're like deaths in this year, and there's a little bar, a little dot, and then deaths in this year, and then the next year, and the next year, and the next year, and you end up with, and you can fit a line. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then as the line goes beyond this year's data, it points out where, how many deaths you should have next year, and how many deaths you should have the next year, because it's based on a law of averages. And what happens is they have this line, and then if there's something like the flu or some sort of the you bubonic know, crazy event, maybe it's um, a natural disaster, tsunamis and earthquakes and stuff, and you end up with more people dying than the line says there should, those are excess deaths. They're extra deaths. They're more deaths than we think they should have. So I was asking Dr. Tankersley, as have they have they changed that? Because like when you fit a cur- fit a line to the dots, mm-hmm. you can do it visually. That mm-hmm. probably works as well as anything. And if your last couple of years are high, that will cause the line to jack up a little bit. It makes your ramp a little right. steeper. Right. Which means that the projected number out there is a higher number, which means you have to have way more excess deaths, and, mm. but they don't call them excess deaths anymore because they're under the line now. Does that make sense? Uh, so your, your line that points out here, your ramp, your bicycle Your ramp, excess deaths just become your new normal. Yes. So you jack it up mm. and you say, oh, well, now you end up with... And they can, the, the government will come out and say things like, oh, there were, there were fewer deaths. Scott Bison. Few, fewer excess deaths. Don't so worry smart. about it. Now, there's people listening who are like, Mr. Beeston, that's not how it works. Because we're not, we, that is not how it works. Oh, really? This is one of those times where I'm like, I just love being right. Mm. The standard, which I believe is a European the standard, yes, out of the UK. Listen to this headline. Excess deaths in 2023, a third of previous estimates. They have less excess deaths. Mm. But that's not all of the headline. Here's the rest of the headline. Excess deaths in 2023, a third of previous estimate, comma, new method suggests. (gasps) Interesting. The new estimates better reflect the growth and aging of the population. Oh, because the boomers are getting the old. The article literally says, here's the first sentence, a new method of calculating the number of excess deaths in the UK has produced a much lower figure than previously estimated. Fantastic. Excess deaths are the number of deaths above what would be expected in a normal year and can show the impact on the public of health emergencies such as periods of extreme weather or outbreaks of viruses like flu and COVID-19. 
Does it mention climate change? The figures have traditionally been estimated by comparing the number of deaths in a particular period with the average number of deaths in the same period in the previous years. But the Office of National Statistics said, quote, We've led the development of a new method for estimating the number of excess deaths across UK countries. Julie Stanborough talks us through the data released today and how this new method will give us a better understanding in this complex area. Translated in Alabama words is we've changed the way we do the calculation so you don't think extra people are dying. <laughs> That's what it is. That was so entertaining. <laughs> that, do it again. That's just, I can't. Are you I, exhausted? I'm, I'm only good for once. <laughs> Oh I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm what, what is it? But I am one time. I don't. I don't. It's a country music song. The sheesh. Mm. Ah, and listen to this. So you remember how I said, well, you just change, you just adjust to how many people died in your excess year, and it pushes it up. The contrast between the sets of figures, particularly the sharp difference in the numbers for 2023, shows how estimates of excess deaths can change. When adjusted for trends in the population size, age structure, and mortality rates. Oh. They literally <laughs> said they changed the way they did it based on how many people were dying. Mm. This is just like when Alabama decides they're going to fix the graduation rate oh, in school. We know how well that worked. Okay, we've got too many people not graduating. What should we do? Well, we could teach them how to read and write. Nope, uh. too hard. <laughs> Um, just give them a diploma and say they graduated. Well, yeah, but they can't read and write. I said, give them a diploma and say they graduated. Graduation rate problem fixed. Hmm. This is fantastic. I know this is in the nerd section of the world, but this is... No, it's good. It's good for is, people to have to think through. Again, it's what we say all the time. Don't just read the headlines. It's like, mm. use your critical thinking to dig deeper and to think through all the possibilities because they're totally manipulating the data. Absolutely. No doubt about it. So, so here was the other one that y'all want to hear about. Let's see. Was it Mike Allen? Yes. I promise this one and we'll get to Papa B momentarily. When I say former Attorney General Bill Barr, hmm. what, kind of, oh. what kind of pops into your head? Big Trump man? Big, big MAGA guy? Just I, out there? Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump. I'm now, Trump. You want me to tell you what I think of him now or what I thought of him then? I want to know what you thought of him day before yesterday. Mm, I saw the Curmudgeon. look. <laughs> I saw the, there, was a, there was an Elvis Presley snarl. One side of her lip went you up. You saw that. I Dang did. It. it was quick. I'm going to use my new favorite word. You know this. I know it. Why don't you know it? Dingus? Dingus. It's not Weenus anymore? No, I do like Weenus Smacker. Well, maybe he's a, he's a he's dingus. He's a dingus Weenus Smacker. He's all those things. Everyone yeah. who's new to the show, by the way, the Weenus is at your elbow. Yes, it's yes. a little fold. It's a little fold on your elbow. So don't panic. <laughs> Nobody panic. There's no, some moms in the car. They're like, oh my gosh. Well, yeah, you're there's, not there's a, a three-year-old in the back of a car somewhere going, <laughs> it's a medical term we throw around about seven times weenus a day. Weenus everywhere. What Anywho. if we talk about like that your epidermis is showing? <laughs> Remember when you is were that? seven and you'd say that to each other and you're like, oh, a woo-woo. Do we want the three-year-olds in the back to pick up dingus or weenus? Dingus. Dingus is better? Yes. I'm not really sure what it, I know it's not flattering, but I've had to use that on my kids before. Like, what are you, what? You're being a dingus. It's probably, just a funny word. I, probably, I don't know. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> 
All right, I, I'll know look if I go it to, up. I'll go to the up. Urban Dictionary. All right, so okay. Bill Barr is a dingus and a and a wiener. Curmudgeon. 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 Because he was appointed by Trump, right? And then he just spends this whole thing. Nothing to see here when it comes to the 2020 election being stolen. We're safe. Is it dumb, eh? No, it's... Dim-witted, silly, or foolish person. Yeah. Dingus. Yeah. Dumb. I love the word dim-wit. Yes. Anyway, dim-wit. Dim-wit. So Bill Barr was kind of a, as Craig would say, he's getting to be a hemorrhoid. And just, just can't, you know, no matter how much preparation age, just, he kept just popping up and it's just a pain. And so he goes to a group, it's called the Forum Club of Southwest Florida. He's at a lunch in Naples. And he suggested, this is according to Mike Allen over on the, uh, the Twitter X's. He suggests that if the election is between Trump and Joe Biden, he would vote for Donald Trump. Oh, and, mm, mm. and that has what? caused people to have a stroke. And here's what he said. This is the quote. Voting for Trump is playing Russian roulette with the country. Okay. Hey, you get it. Mm. You vote for Trump, you spin the you spin the you know the, the little what do you call it? What is I it wish called? We had the cylinder. Spinning, yeah. Spin the cylinder on the revolver. Click. You're playing Russian roulette with the country. Okay. Voting for Biden is outright national suicide. Yeah. That makes him less of a dingus. Because that's that's so using your ding, brain. He's just a dingy. He's now. just a ding. A ding. <laughs> I said that to one of my more liberal friends, um, earlier in the last couple of days and it was disturbing to them because this is this is somebody that they have made is he's a bill barr is a hero bill barr says nothing was wrong with the 2020 elections bill barr made sure that the fbi the doj everybody just stood down watched all the shenanigans go on nothing to see here let's make joe biden the president of the united states that is this bill barr says voting for trump is playing russian roulette with the country voting for biden is outright national suicide whom does bill barr suggest then he says he would he would be uh, he'd vote for trump if that's the two choices. Well, if that's because when you play Russian roulette, you might survive. You got a 50-50 shot. Uh, or one of, in, so yeah. yeah, it's better than suicide. Joe Biden is a single-shot shotgun that you're playing Russian roulette with. Certain you've put the You've put the shell in. <laughs> you've closed. You've locked the, you know, Odds closed are, the breach. One to one. Pull the trigger. Dead. At least with Trump, you got a chance okay. to survive. That's it. how bad uh, Joe Biden is. Okay. The left can't handle, though, and this is what, as much as, one of my favorite memories of Bill Barr, I can't remember, do y'all remember him and Trump were on stage? And they both started giggling about something, and it was actually really cute. It's like uh -huh. Bill Barr, he kind of started shaking, he was uh -huh. trying to keep it together, and then Trump was talking, and they were giving each other the side eye, it was kind of cute, it was before they had their falling out. But what the left can't handle, that I go, I say that because that kind of gave me hope. Like maybe mm -hmm. he's not just the dingus that I think he is right. today. What the left can't handle is that, hey, Republicans are free thinkers. Like they, you don't have to pigeonhole us into one, right. you right. know, two things can be true at once. You got a better shot with Trump mm -hmm. and maybe the election wasn't stolen. Right. But the left can't handle that because no. if you stray from the narrative, if you stray from the path you're on, they, they, they can't, it, uh, uh, panic, yep. mm -hmm. panic, 
Have you seen the comedian who says he he's, um, says something about he might be a Republican and he was hanging out with the conservatives or whatever, and he goes through this whole list of things that um, you know that they disagree with, and they're like, and the conservatives are like, oh, that's all right, you can still be in our group." And then he's like, with my liberal friends, it's like, agree, 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 agree. And then it's like, I don't know, it's climate change. Maybe we won't die in 12 years or something. And they're, you're a fascist. I hate your guts. I yes. hope you die. Yeah. And that's exactly kinda, it. It's kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. We'll take you if you agree on most things. But, um, man, the left, it is litmus test after litmus test. And you better answer right. Which one would you rather have? Because the left is extremely effective. Like, they get stuff done. They do. But do you want to be just an ant marching? I don't. No. You know? It's like the, the, the meme of the lion that's in the cage and it says, perfectly safe, well taken care of, well fed, has everything it needs. And then it shows the lion out on the, the prairie or whatever on it the is, rock. the savannah. Yeah. Yeah. And this one has nothing provided for it. I want to be that one. Mm-hmm. But a lot of Americans want to be in the cage. Yeah. They do. They're begging for their 15-minute city. Which is a prison without walls that you can't leave. You can't leave it. The boundaries are there. You just can see through them. I've said it before, but we're turning into Wally. Remember that Mm, Disney movie? I need to rewatch it. That's what we killed the whole world. I hated the movie, but that's what we're becoming. (laughs) It's It's floating around on our little. You know, chaise lounges with food. Oh, in the ship. In the ship. And then Wally's like, what's going on here? But that's what we're becoming. Okay, I didn't get that more. All the same. All All you got to fit in a box. What's the one where you're inside the walls? That's what the Dems want. And they they decide to get on the train secretly and and go out to the outside where their farms are. Give me a minute and I'll tell you. (sighs) All those are about the same. Ann Coulter, who's... Crazy as a sprayed rose about half crazy. the time now. Um, actually, came up right on something. We'll have that on the other side. Papa Whoa. B as well. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Let's go out to uh, Papa B before we do the end culture. We got Donald Trump mentioning 1819news.com on Truth Social. Well, you just stole everything I had to say. That was yeah, it. But my delivery was exciting. And people were interested in it. You want to go ahead and give me yours? No. Go ahead and say ahead. how you were saying it. No, how, how did you want to do it? I just, I don't know. I I'm didn't mean think about to. It. Okay, you work, it, work yeah. it up. Let's go to Papa B. He'll be exciting. Papa B, welcome to the program. Exciting, I don't know. But, you know, certainly uh, something I, I just got to get off my chest here about well, one last time. Hopefully, I think it's probably the last time I really want to talk about the stupid trials that... Uh, uh, Trump is going through. But, yeah, he owes uh, 300-something million dollars now, according uh, to uh, Dingus the Judge in New York City. What was his name again? Arthur Ignoramus. Ignorant. 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 Okay. A.K.A. Judge Gilligan. You know? What a goofball. He does look like Gilligan. I thought Gilligan has taken up a, you know, he became a judge later in life after he got out did the you, Did you know, yeah. Papa B, that in his ruling he exercised some portion of the law up there in New York that to be able to appeal his decision, you have to basically put up 
the amount of money or some huge part of the money or some uh, bond. So it, it really financially hampers yeah, your ability to yeah. hamstrings Donald Trump or, or whoever they use it against. It, it is a Dude, terrible thing. This guy is out of control, as are so many. Uh, but there's one thing. When I see Ann Coulter or Bill Barr do what they do, I'm you know I start guessing, okay, bribery, extortion, Violence, threats of violence, or right. bri- you know, uh, or blackmail. With Ann Coulter, I'm guessing uh, bribery. Um, I think she was just up for the highest bidder. Uh, Bill Barr, I think mm-hmm. threats of violence. You know, uh, but let me really? just say this one last thing about you know this Fannie Willis trial. You know, her dad got up there the other day, and what a load of thick sliced imitation bologna he laid out for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. This guy is a black activist. He was a black panther. And he got up there and said, you know, uh, uh, Fanny can't come home because they spray painted, you know, bad words, the B word and the N word on our home. I washed it off. Do you know that this guy would have had the national press out there had something like oh, that Oh, absolutely. Happen? Yes. If that you had really happened, it would have been, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yes. don't give me that baloney. And then he said... Uh, you know, oh, well, I couldn't use my credit card. I had to carry cash because some people wouldn't take my credit card because of the color of my skin. Oh, my God. This guy, I'm telling you, had that actually happened, it would be in the history books today. He would have been the new Rosa Parks of that time. <laughs> hey, you know, we'd still be talking about it, having to endure what suffering he had to go through. I can't tell you. I, you know, this is a Smollett guy. <laughs> this guy is a Jesse Smollett on steroids. Uh, so, I don't buy anything that he had to say. I don't see how he has any kind of credibility at all. But y'all tell me. So, mm. nope. Anyway, I'm with you. No credibility whatsoever. And you're absolutely right. Those are the things. Like, you know, what is it they say? Things that didn't happen. Mm. Right. Yes. Just make it up. I had a whole cloth set or thin air. Just grab it and throw it out there. Whatever. That's right. Because you're right. If, if it had happened, we would all know it. It's, it's one of the factors in what we call Craig's Law. The things they don't tell you, tell you the rest of the answer. Yeah. Appreciate mm-hmm. you, Papa B. That's exactly right. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks. And that brings me to Ann Coulter, <sighs> who has just kind of been a, another hemorrhoid for a while. I used to she like her. I mean, looks like she a was snarky. I like the I used snarky. To read her books. She's smart. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she just. Turned on a dime, and you're like, what, you know, what side are you on? And I guess she's claiming she's an independent thinker, but she was on with, with um, Bill Maher, I think it was, and uh, oh god, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, it was somebody random. Bill Maher, and who was who was that guy? That's oh, uh, Van Jones. Van Jones. Van Jones. Yeah, so, so where is CNN. she? At? Is that CNN or MSNBC? Yeah. CNN. Oh wait. Which no, he's, on, he's well, or maybe they were both on with Bill Maher on. Um, they were on his HBO podcast, yeah, yeah, whatever he does, yeah. So, Ann Coulter, they're talking about some of these this, the uh, the Kansas City shootings. I think it was when it happened, and she says, "If it were a white male shooter shooter shooting, we'd know." And Maher says, "We don't know who did this shooting, the Super Bowl shooting." What? There are videos everywhere. Well, I know this is this was early. Okay. Okay. And then Coulter says, if it were a white man shooting, we'd know. Mara says, you think they're repressing that reporting? She says, they wouldn't tell us about the transgender woman who shut up the Christian school for like a, like a year. 
San Bernardino out here, remember the crazy terrorist Muslims? That's when I noticed. They're not telling us who it is. It's not a, it's not a white male. The longer they go without telling you, it's not a white male. Mayor says, we don't officially know, you know. You have superpowers. When common sense becomes superpowers in a liberal world is the final version. This is Ann Coulter finally figuring out what we said is Craig's Law. When, when there's a school shooting, when there's violence somewhere, you know immediately whether or not they're a right-wing Christian Trump supporter, America first kind of person. Because mm-hmm. they try their best to say that. And then when they act like they don't know who it was, <laughs> you know it's not the right-wing Christian American guy. It's true. You just know it's not. It wasn't Kyle Rittenhouse. Because they, <laughs> because they would tell you immediately. We knew that fast. So for all of Ann's brilliance, I'm glad she's finally figured that out. Mm-hmm. But she, somebody should tell her we call it Craig's Law here in Alabama. Because well, I remember when Craig called one time, it was one of these acts of violence. And he's like, I can tell you who it's not. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's not this person. It's mm-hmm. not the right wing Southern Baptist conservative. I'm like, how do you know that? He said, because if it, if it was... They would already have told us, and they would be screaming it from the top of their lungs every day, which goes along with what Papa B said. Mm -hmm. If uh, Big Fanny's daddy's story was accurate, they would have blown that completely out of proportion. We would have known all about it, but it didn't happen. And we know it didn't happen because they didn't tell us about it when they had the chance. True. So anyway, lots of stuff. Clark's coming up. Miss Love. She got vets on Medicare. A warning, apparently. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Just for y'all who think we're just chuckleheads. Um, dinguses. 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 We're not. Dinguses. <laughs> we're just a bunch of dinguses running around. The former U.S. National Security Advisor for Donald Trump, uh, General Michael Flynn, has uh, called the show a couple of different times today. And uh, look, we have regular callers, and we just can't get to him. We, we just had to put him on hold, and he had to hang up. <laughs> we told him to call back to the other guy's show in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, so maybe he'll call Joey's show later on. He's got the number, and uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. He's but yes, welcome. he, is, we just, he I, has I been on a couple times. I wasn't expecting him. They know Sky's knows talked to him twice today. Yeah. They know Sky wouldn't lie to y'all. Yeah, Sky? That's right. Um, he, he called. Twice? I, I th- yes, twice. And... Um, <laughs> 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 We'd love to have you on. And uh, anyway, hopefully he'll call back. I'm and sure he's super busy. He's got yeah, lots to do. I mean, look, yeah. having to stay on hold is, is rough. I mean, he was going to be on hold like 40, 50 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if he decides to call in, we, we'll, we'll, we'll put him on if, if we have to. I have some so. stories from, from callers that uh, we'll, we'll do. Some other time. Oh, we need to do that. <laughs> on, a, yeah. on, a, on a slow day. No, you some adventures from, like a... uh, you know, nationally known callers. Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got some. I've collected a few. Are there some prima donnas out there? You could say that, yes. Really? Yeah. I just can't imagine that. I mean, I... And you I know, know me. I, I'm always nice and welcoming. Yes. And... and, and, and Man. Yeah. That chewed out. I don't know. What happens? I guess people start thinking highly of themselves. I don't, I don't really know. So instead of being excited about it, they're like, I'm doing you a favor. Yeah, talent's Man, getting a little as feisty. Fast as I can, you know, but we're in a break. Talent's getting okay. a little hoity-toity yeah. around here. <laughs> let's go to uh, let's go to Miss Love, who will be our military national security expert today. Miss Love, welcome to the program. Hi, 
I am. Hey, Ms. Lynn. I, I called the doctor's office. They sent me a form to fill out. I want to tell, in the form, it does say they're contractual, meaning with Medicare. So to verify it, I called Medicare. And yes, they are contractual with Medicare. Okay. I have Medicare and I have Tricor for Life. So they take what they're supposed to give them. That's a deal they made with Medicare. Now, yeah. in this contract, it's asking me to waive my rights to sign that I would pay to understand that them filing my paperwork is a, is a privilege. It's something they're doing for me. But if Medicare does not cover everything and TRICARE don't pick up the rest, sign that I'm responsible for everything else. Veterans, it's you if you want to do that. I'm refusing to do that. It also goes on to talk about my rights under the Constitution of the United States. And here, too, I'm supposed to, no matter what the United States Constitution says, I'm supposed to say I waive that and I'll pay them. But this is Medicare fault for them allowing the people to do that. I already reported it to Medicare about me. Just yes, ma'am. Careful what you sign. Those are our rights we're giving away. And I thank you, Miss Love. Thanks for making people aware. It sounds like uh, uh, vets should be very careful about what they sign. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the government. Really well, look, Miss um, Love, I know you're gone, but they got to save money somewhere because they're going to start providing health care for the illegal alien invaders mm-hmm. and uh, appointing all, them to committees. All you veterans uh, <laughs> just have to start, pay, start saw that. carrying some of your own cost. My name's Kelly Wong. Yes, Kelly and I Wong. Was like, it's just, it's just so, so Wong. San Francisco. <laughs> she's doing is just Wong. Although, <laughs> leave it to Sir Charles to so speak easy. up about that. That was pretty fantastic. Was but hey, we'll do that in a second. Hold on. Did y'all know that President Trump yeah. tweeted in 1819? Nope, he didn't tweet it. He truthed an 1819 news article. Did he really? How cool is that? That is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Sky, Big breaking time. news. Big time. What story was it? It was Dale Armstrong's, Dale Armstrong, Dale Strong. Dale Strong. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, wait, now I'm thinking. Stretch. Stretch Armstrong, yeah. <laughs> it was Dale Strong's op-ed about why we got to get President Trump back in the office and, you know, back mm-hmm. in the White House and all that. But how cool. That is how cool. can go back and look, mm-hmm. yeah. Our congressmen are just big Trump supporters. They are right now. Wow. During this election cycle. Mm, they're for him. But I thought they were against him. Not him, but other people. Y'all are not going to believe this. I forgot to tell you. What? I got an email from Katie Britt. No, you didn't. Did you? I did. What did it say? Was it from a staffer? And so I'm like just scrolling scrolling through, and I'm I'm like, you know, checking my email in the morning, and it says Katie Britt. I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm hmm. She's going to come on the show. Yes, finally. He said, please help me raise money. I was so excited. And so I click on it. She wanted me to buy a book. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. Wow. No, it was Um, autographed. She wanted me to buy an autographed book. Really? But dang it. She's still not coming on. Well, and to continue the Alabama people (laughs) doing funny things, not funny things, I have to say, because I wasn't able to say it yesterday, that Robert Erderholt has done something really 
really good. What do you do? He, yeah, well, it's actually been three days, but he led a letter to call on the Nicaraguans to release the imprisoned pastors of Mountain Gateway Ministry. It was in 1819, mm-hmm. but we love to give praise where it is due. Yes. And we are very thankful for him. And we have heard from others that he is leading the charge. And we know one of the greatest ways to get a government to do something is to shame them. And officials are doing that, and he is leading the charge. Good job, and so we're very thankful for that. Congressman Just wanted to Adder. put that out there. Yeah, <laughs> That's good stuff. No, really. No, that is good. Did y'all see? We're going to have Clark on the, the next segment, to be fair to him. Um, there's an article at the Hill. Now, y'all tell me what you think. The opinion says Trump said he's running against Obama. Stop I, Stop downplaying his memory lapses. Uh, do you think the... Uh, uh, I don't think, you think he misspoke the, at all. I don't think he did either, no. John Kenneth White, you opinion contributor, you. <laughs> um, I would say that uh, he is running against Obama. Speaking truth. Agree. That wasn't a- the only mistake would might be that he's said the truth instead of saying the fake, I'm running against Joe Biden. My, my more liberal friend, and, and she's not liberal, liberal, but I said, you know, y'all's biggest thing, y'all have to figure out who exactly is running the country. Because mm. y'all know as well as I do, it's not Joe Biden. And that should bother y'all. And what'd who, she say? Who is running? Well, she's not sure who's running it either. Oh, so she admitted. Yeah, she kind of knows. I mean, I'm, it wasn't she- a complete admission, but she said, well, yeah, there's clearly something wrong with, you know, Joe Biden. I said, well, then who's running the country? So is she still going to vote for him? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, or is she going to vote for Nikki Haley when they slide her into that position uh, after she drops no. out of the Republican race? Wait, wait, wait. What? What? That's just what I'm supposed. You think they want to move Nikki Haley over to be I think a Democrat? They want to move Hickey, Nikki Hickey, Hickey Naley over to big be Mike's. Not big. Let, she's a not swamp. Let big Hickey. Nikki I just throwing it. it out there because everybody's throwing out their idea about who's actually going to run in place of Biden. I say it's Nikki. Surely Haley. there are rules. We got to think of some for candidacy. Is it Baker's dozen Haley? Baker's dozen Nikki. <laughs> Twelve down, one to go. One to go. <laughs> Mark will be up next. We'll be back. <laughs> Welcome back to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We got to get out to these calls. We got uh, Sam from Pike County, then Clark. Sam, welcome into the program. Hey, Scott. Uh, thank yes, you, sir. sir, for taking my call. Lady yes, sir. Liberty. Um, all I can say is, real quick, uh, Senator Britt, she was on Joey Clark's show uh, here just like, a few days ago. And she? she gave, jo- she gave Joey her book, okay? Was it autographed? And it was autographed. Uh, Wait a minute. And, 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 and Eddie was commenting about there was lipstick on the cover. Uh, um, what? Ta- what? <laughs> she went on Joey's cover. show and gave him a book? Autograph. Yes, well, ma'am. She, she offered did. to sell you a book. What are you What are you complaining about? I mean, Abs and I didn't even get an offer to buy a book. Yeah, nothing. Y'all yeah, didn't get uh, on that we're not terrible even on the email list. list. Whatever um, it is. Uh, listen, y'all Sam from Pike County... Hang yeah. up on him. Hang up. You go. That's, that's <laughs> just... Bye, Sam. Y'all, y'all, need to, y'all need to work a little harder. I, 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 I'm getting. I spend a little more. I think that's what it is. A little, Fine. Boy, we are. Hey, 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 Sam. I, I just that actually hey, made yeah, my yeah. day. Wait, wait, wait. She yeah. came in studio? Yeah, she was here. She's, she's very nice, actually. <laughs> 
Did she come in as a woman or as a mother or as which one was she? Allison is torqued off. She was nice as she could be to me. Was she? Yeah, she bought me off, man. She's actually pretty super cool. Like if you just talk to her, well, when she's not in front of people, I think she's she's like a normal person. Yeah. But then and she didn't sometimes bring six she cries on stage. Okay? <laughs> Let's go to Clark. I just am beside myself. Clark, welcome in the program, buddy. Hey, Scott. Hi, hey, Clark. Hello. So, going back early in the show, Scott, mm-hmm. if the left does not respect the right to life, what rights do you think they're going to respect? Religion, speech, assembly, press, position... Bear arms, ordering troops. Mm-hmm. What are they going to respect? Is. I mean, we already don't respect double jeopardy. We don't have due process. No. Excessive bail and fines. Hmm. Looking at the hey, New look, York they, case. They don't respect keeping uh, the country from being invaded. They don't respect. Um, they don't respect your ability to defend yourself, which is just a flat out. You don't even have to say it's given by God. I mean, every animal on the planet has the right to try to keep from being eaten or killed. Yes. Um, that's a really good question. If you don't respect the right to life, what what else can you promise me? I mean, that's a pretty pretty big one. So, you know, that's where we start with them. Now, looking at this Schellenberg thing, and this is going to tie back in. Give me a little bit of a leash here. Okay. We know that the CIA was behind Russia collusion. They didn't forward it. They started it. So you have to ask every progressive liberal that you come into contact with, were you duped? Or did you intuitively know that this was BS and you went along with it because it advanced the narrative? Now, if you can ask them that question, you can also ask, are you duped about when life begins? Or do you know as well as we, but it advances the narrative so you're good with killing the unborn? Because that's where we are with this. Oh, I agree. No, they're, no. they're not duped. They're not duped. Now, look, I, no. there's a certain percentage they're of population that is, that is not the brightest. That's just a statistical fact. Um, but they're not duped. Now, back to, back to Papa B's call. Scott, the FBI sent how many agents because there was a loop and a pull cord and a garage door? At a NASCAR event? I can't remember. Was it 20 or 40? I don't know. I'm sure they could have had some FBI agents if something had been written on Fanny of Fanny and the Gigolos home. (laughs) (laughs) You got that right. I think Fanny and the Gigolo is a a new, um, what do they call that? What's that, that streaming service? Netflix. I think it it's one be. of the new. I think it's one of the new Obama productions. It could be the that new be like OnlyFans <laughs> miniseries. <laughs> Just a gigolo. Will we talk yeah. about her now? Fanny. Fanny. Oh, thanks, Clark. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank hey, you. another thing you can't say anymore is you're out of your cotton picking mind. What's that? Why? Why? Well, a Trump endorsed candidate once told a black Fox News guest that he was out of his cotton picking mind, and that is bad. We're gonna try to be back. See y'all. It's got